kitchen is always open. I'll have what she's having. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, it's over, Alex Dyson. The world's over? done. We're finished. We finished the last level. Mate, Inner Mongolia have just stepped up some precautions after someone went into hospital with a case of the bubonic plague. Ah! As if we don't have enough stuff on our hands to worry about. Way to kick us when we're down, world. Plague. Oh, these rats that are meddling with their infections. You know how many people the bubonic plague wiped out in 1330? Oh, a couple of milli. Certainly a few milli. Third of of Europe, I heard at the time. 200 million, mate. Woo! Tell you what, I'll tell you what, that's Matt O'Kine's corporate gig rates. That's big. <laughs> that's, that's up there. We know that's up there. Come on, mate. The bubonic plague wiped out a lot more people than a than a free steak and a, and a cab voucher home. <laughs> right? That's true. But to be honest, I'm more of a SARS man than a bube man. I'm going to be honest with you, Matt O'Kine. I, uh, I lean that direction. But that's, that's not good, good at all. <laughs> You're a SARS. You're a SARS or Bube. Well, I'll tell you what. The uh, the old bubonic uh, plague, uh, Michael Bublé, comes around every Christmas. So that's oh. very seasonal, the influx of that particular infliction <laughs> on the world. But this is the real deal. All right, well, we are a bit of trouble. Victoria's still having issues, uh, particularly with borders closing yesterday. So we're going to be crossing to one of Australia's biggest border towns, Albury-Wodonga, on the, uh, the mighty Murray going to find out what's happening with the people of Albury-Rodonga because this could throw a big spanner in the works. Got a couple of other segments that might be making their debut later on in this all-day breakfast as well, Matt O'Kine. debut. Yeah, we might be finding a little bit of love on our show for uh, the first time. Stick with us. It's Matt and Alex. Hope you're having a good one. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all-day breakfast. Yes, Matt O'Kine, not since Alan Border got bowled for a golden duck in his 100th test uh, versus Kirtley Ambrose in the West Indies, has there been a bigger border disaster than what is currently taking place on Australian soil? Well, you've seen the bookshop borders. They've got <laughs> shut down. Now uh, the New South Wales border to the Victorian border, shutting down. Shut down. It was skeptic shut down uh, <laughs> over the last week after 127 cases recorded in Victoria yesterday. Another big spike, even the biggest since the very first overseas passengers started coming in. I guess it's more concerning because the majority of the 127 uh, was through community transmission. I mean, it's not looking too good. And with the border of New South Wales and Victoria shut down, a lot of people are scrambling. Albury, Wodonga, massive town. is suddenly, you know, people live in Albury, work in Wodonga and vice versa. But it's not only that, all along the mighty Murray, that far, those full, you know, thousand kilometres or so of Murray that does make up the border uh, is scrambling to do something, including our guest right now, Richard from Corowa. Hey, Richard. Good afternoon, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, Richard. Um, you know, with the news of the borders closing, can you tell us where you are and uh, and what's the, what's the town opposite you? Uh, we're a border town, so like right on the river. Uh, Corowa is the New South Wales side and Wagania is the Victoria side, which basically puts us 40 minutes west of Albury and about 35 minutes north of Wangaratta. Now, we always hear about Albury-Wodonga. Why not Corowa-Wagania? Is there a little bit of uh, is there a little bit of border town rivalry between your border towns and the border towns just down the road? 
No, no, no. I hadn't even heard of uh, uh, Corowa until we started looking for a, a cheaper place to live. We used to, we came from Geelong. Oh, okay, okay. Fair yeah, I looked around there for a property to buy and went. Oh, I'm not paying that. Found a <laughs> found a great country town. Picked up an awesome house for. Well, I'm not even going to tell you how little it cost. Well, you you could if you wanted. Right <laughs> In ground swimming pool, twenty oh. solar panels, uh, four car garage, two hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars. Oh, get out! Oh, we're going to move to Corowa, I reckon. There, Richard. Um, that's 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 some good pricing. Hey, oh, which, one, which, which side's better, Richard, Corowa or Wagunya? Is there a bit of you know? Is there a bit of beef? Be honest. No, look, Corowa's got all the amenities. We've got the supermarkets, the mechanics, the the excessive amount of bottle shops, you know, everything that uh, a man needs growing up. Interesting. Now, the border has just been announced yesterday as being closed and even to the point where they, they're saying that there's going to be drones looking for people to, who are swimming across the river at various parts. Uh, what are your thoughts? Because you work on the other side of the river. Yeah, it's winter. Nobody's swimming. <laughs> But uh, yeah, look, I've got, I'm actually in telecommunications. I'm a local satellite installer and um, or satellite TV installer. Um, I've got all my letters and stuff. I've been actually really privileged to be able to work through this entire period. Uh, my wife, she works in uh, Wangaratta. Kids go to school in Wangaratta. And we, we've been really, really lucky, but we know people uh, that are getting shut down because of all this stuff. Yeah. Um, we've actually taken cooked meals to some of these people and bags of shopping because we are so unaffected by all of it um, that, you know, we're just trying to share a bit of our uh, privilege around. Um, I do, however, service uh, a lot of the towns along the border and there are a lot of holiday houses along the border here. And uh, ever since school holidays hit um, in Victoria, I've actually been having to ask a lot of people, uh, so where are you coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is that one of those lockdowns? Oh, it's not? You, sh- you sure it's not? Okay. <laughs> Just to okay. be sure. Well, here's one for you, Richard. Um, in year eight, I mean, the family had a family holiday on a houseboat along the mighty Murray. Where do houseboats Ooh. fit in this lockdown? Can you only, you know, launch off from New South Wales? Oh, that's a hard one because there's three of them literally under the bridge at the moment. <laughs> Oof. That is a very that's a very interesting question, Alex Dyson. Well, we've got to get on to the premiers, you know, Dan Andrews and Gladys Berejiklian, and and clarify what is Australia's border houseboat policy. I mean, I know the, the river itself is New South Wales, isn't it, Richard? Like the the border starts at the uh, the edge of the water, and they get the whole Murray. No, actually, oh. I think it zigzags. <laughs> I actually think it zigzags backwards and forwards, like you could be standing on in parts of it on the Victorian side mm. and still be in New South Wales. So I think it's a bit more confusing than that. Mm. What if the houseboats aren't allowed to dock anywhere? They have to float all the way out to sea and out into the international waters with all the other cruise ships. What if they're right on the border and basically people are just eyeballing each other across the boat? Oh. Goodness me. What if people put <laughs> yeah. cannons in the side and they have an old old school pirate battle? <laughs> I reckon it's just take off your glove and start <laughs> slapping. Oh, we could be getting to glove slap territory. Words, Richard. Hey, but, uh, do you know anyone who's literally stuck on? You know, do you know any couples or any uh, people whose whose love is separated, Romeo and Juliet style, not by two warring families, but by two in differently states. infected states? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah my seventeen-year-old uh, daughter's got a. It's it's not a relationship. It's a thing. I'm told. Right? <laughs> oh. 
Of no, course. I, I keep yes. saying, how's your boyfriend? It's not my boyfriend. It's just a thing. <laughs> so where does this so, thing live, by the way? Uh, he lives um, <laughs> in Yarrawonga on your side of the uh, of the uh, river, and uh, she's on, on the New South Wales side, and I don't think she knows yet. Oh, goodness me. Well, it could be having a chat to her about some uh, non-essential travel, potentially. Oh, yay, <laughs> more teenage daughter drama. Yay! <laughs> uh, the, well, old, uh, the old birds and the bees chat has nothing on the uh, the border crossing chat. La, um, la, 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 Not listening to any of that birds and bees stuff. Doesn't want to know about it. Uh, but, no. Richard, thank you very much. We wish you all the best uh, for negotiating this tricky time and uh, pass our best along to the rest of the uh, the Murray River towns. It's going to be very interesting over the next few weeks. Stay safe, stay uninfected, guys. Thanks, we'll do. Too, Richard, thanks. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. So, Matt O'Kai, I was chatting to a friend the other day who told me quite an incredible pre-COVID story. Okay. Okay. Because just before we went into lockdown, his parents went on a little sojourn, a couple of weeks in Portugal. Delightful. Ooh, How beautiful would that be? It. Oh, I mean, I went to Porto and Lisbon, absolutely stunning places. What's it like? Amazing. I'm bike riding along the river in Porto, oh. heading up sunset, you know, sunset surveys over the uh, over the city. Um, who'd you who'd you go with? My partner Belinda, mm. you know. Um Deeply in love, just yep. enjoying ourselves, our time together. Well, I guess you know, um, my friend's parents sort of similar, but in the, I guess in the twilight of their, they're retired now, and so it'd be mm. similar feelings. You know, you'd be able to rekindle yeah. that emotion in Lisbon. You know, this scenery is the same; it's gorgeous stuff. Um, but my friend asked, asked the dad, "Oh, how was the trip?" They got home, and he goes, "Yeah, no, it was you no know, pretty, pretty good. Two weeks in Portugal, you can't complain much, like yourself." But um, then he adds. I was a bit, was a little bit tough with Jeffrey there. <laughs> and he goes, Wait, what? hang on, who's, my friend, I've never heard of Jeffrey. Like, oh, who's, who's Jeffrey? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's, it's the, the toll delivery driver, Jeffrey. What? <laughs> it's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> Turns out, right, a couple of weeks prior to leaving. The parents got a package delivered to their house, okay? Mm-hmm. Delivery driver drops off the package. Oh, thank you very much for that. How's your day been? Oh, very good. What have you been up to? Oh, we've just been, oh, we just booked some tickets to Portugal. <laughs> got no. chatting. He's like, whoa, that sounds great. I've never been to Portugal. <laughs> Next thing is like, oh, no, no. do you want to come with us? No. And so... And so they spent two weeks what? in Portugal with the delivery driver who, by all accounts, refused to eat the local cuisine. You know, they were shouting him <laughs> beers and no, stuff like that. No, 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 he no. He didn't, didn't integrate with any, didn't want to see a museum, <laughs> you know, just hung out with them for two what? weeks. Just did the old tag along. <laughs> that is I'm sorry. I anyway. don't. I just don't understand how. Well, one, they would ask. I mean, you could ask. You'd ask because yeah. no one is going to say yes. Well, who's? Yeah, exactly. It's there's no for. It's a very nice thing to do to ask. Do not get me wrong with how nice it is to ask. Oh, it's also a very nice and reasonable thing to decline that request. <laughs> I would never. I mean, if they had said, "Oh, do you want to?" 
come and have a cup of tea right now. I'd be yeah. like, oh, thank you, but no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thank you very much, but no. Let alone if they say, hey, do you want to maybe get a passport and come on a holiday <laughs> with us? So it was good. And I just I absolutely admire everyone in this story for trying to make it work. It's it. You know, because that could be one of the amazing... You could make a Did, friend for life in that situation, in all honesty, but it unfortunately, it didn't happen in that I way. I just can't even understand. Did they at least ask him to, like, were they, were they like, hoping he'd get on board and maybe package them up into some sort of crate <laughs> and send them to Portugal or something? It could have been the only reason, but imagine imagine like, if you, on your holiday, Matt, if you just had the uh, the person who dropped off your, uh, <laughs> your new mouse pad to your house. Oh, well... <laughs> I'm, you know, I have made a mistake almost like that in the past. I remember I was, uh, this is years ago in, 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 uh, Sri Lanka and, um, I, I didn't want to pay money to, um, to stay at a fancier hotel. So I was kind of looking around, uh, me and a friend were looking around for a place to stay and this, mm. and this guy's on the street and he's like, Hey, uh, you know, you guys looking for a hotel? And we're like, yeah. And so he's like, Oh, well come and stay at my house <laughs> i've got a spare room and i'll charge you heaps less so i was like is this oh. pre-airbnb days <laughs> yeah way before airbnb right and so i was like oh yeah okay like it was it was significantly <laughs> less money than anyway he like the guy starts talking about how his wife and kids had left him and so that's why he's got the spare rooms oh, and stuff whoa. and we're like oh that's a bit sad yeah but then anyway then he's like you know i'll make you breakfast in the morning and then we'll go out and we'll go fishing and stuff and i was like oh that's kind and then then he was just there all the time <laughs> like the whole time i remember me and my friend went swimming in the ocean just by ourselves and we we we, we sort of are standing there in the water and suddenly he emerges this guy emerges <laughs> holding lobsters like he's 2-1000 from Terminator 2. And I swear to God, like, he's like, look, I caught these for us for lunch and stuff. And, and I swear to God, after day three, I was lying in bed one night. I am not joking. And it was a rainy, thunderous night. Yeah. And I swear, in the middle of the night... I looked out the window and no, lightning flashed. No, absolutely and not. And he was standing at the window looking in. Absolutely I swear not. To God, and we we literally escaped <laughs> that morning. Like we 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 ran out with our bags and everything and caught a tuk tuk out of there. Oh, that's some gritty Australian movie right there, isn't it? That's <laughs> know, the first right? the first act of that. Anyway, um, if you've had a tag along, or if you've been a tag along. We would love to hear from you. Please hit us up on the matt.ad.alex Instagram. We want to uh, want to hear your story. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, Matt, it's uh, fun doing this show with you, but, I mean, the real reason we do it is for you, the listener. Um, that's why we... Get up every day, come to work, give us an all-day breakfast um, because we're here We're here to help, really. And literally to the point where Matt said yesterday, if there's anything on your mind, if there's anything you want to talk about, hit us up. We'd love to have a chat, help you out, whatever you need. Yeah, it doesn't matter what when it is. If it's in the future, if you're listening to this five years from now, still slide into the DMs, you mm. never know. And so when I asked you, hey, hit us up with anything, Mitch... From Curry Curry got in touch. Uh, we got a message from Mitch on Instagram at matt.and.alex. He said, uh, 
Always long-time listener, first time sliding into the inbox. Just uh, wanted to say loving the show, enjoying the chat about EFS, and it's got me thinking it's a new financial year, new year, new me. Been single a while, somewhat funny at times. Was wondering, could you use your powers of podcasting prowess to help me find a lady? I tell you what, we've got Mitch from Curry Curry right here. Hello, Mitch. Hello, boys. How are we? Very good, thank you. From little things, big things grow. And you, uh, you did a little DM slide. We we heard your cry for help. Um, uh, can you it's tell de- us? It's desperate. <laughs> <laughs> it reeks of desperation, Mitch. But that's okay. That's absolutely fine. It's bold move. You mm. know what I mean? It's an absolutely bold <laughs> move, and that's why I like it. Um, but tell us from your perspective, Mitch. Um, the last three years, what's been happening? I've been shift working the last three years. Like started in the mines as a trainee and. Because of it, you know, on my roster's day-night shift and whenever I'm free, people are at work and when I'm at work, people are free. So it's just been tough to sort of meet someone in the lifestyle that I've chosen to do. So mm-hmm. maybe that's one reason. Um, but, you know, I've had, a, like, a, over the last three years, I've had a few coffee dates and a few meet and greets and some that. But whatever the winning formula is, I just can't seem to, to break it. So, well, yeah, I don't know. I just thought try something new. No, it's a good, exactly good right. move. And, good and, move, Mitch. And most people would think, you know, messaging your boys, Matt and Alex, on a podcast, it could be a rough move. But you're actually, it's quite an astute way to go about things here, Mitch, because one, you know, the listeners of Matt and Alex are all hot, like they're all banging, and <laughs> two, they're all legends. And so it is really setting yeah. the targets to the best of society. So, um, yeah, there's no, there's no cesspool here. Everyone listening to this right now, is a is a hot champion. And so, uh, Mitch, you've come to a very, very exclusive club for which to find that very special person. And uh, Matt and I, you know, we always love to help our listeners. And so that's why after hearing your, uh, your request, we've come up with a brand new segment. Don't just get a date, get a mate. Find the cookies to your cream. It's Matt and Alex, love makers. Yeah, that's that's right. You are with Matt and Alex, the lovemakers. We make love where it doesn't exist. Uh, We make it from scratch. We're not buying love from the shops. (laughs) We're not using love in a can, all right? No. We use the finest ingredients. We make the best love. We grow the love wheat and grind it ourselves. We make sure that the flavours are there, that they intensify over time, Mm. that it tastes better after a few days in the fridge. Matt O'Kine and Alex Dyson make love, and we'd love to make some for you here, Mitch. Um, we're a lot of... <laughs> we're a lot of... There's no, websites. no, there is and more I, to this and if segment don't, than that joke. No one okay. come and edit that out of context, all right? Um, oh but basically what we're going to do, a lot of these websites claim to ask, you know, some real questions, you know. Oh, get on eHarmony because we ask you the real questions. No, they don't. I've been on it. It's rubbish. Matt and I are going to ask you the true <laughs> questions, Mitch where you'll be able to reveal your your deep, you know, your deep, true self. And then anyone listening who would like to uh, get in touch with the show and potentially go on one of those little coffee dates with Mitch uh, can get in touch and we'll, we'll have made some love together. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right, Mitch, tell us about yourself. Well, as I mentioned, I'm a shift worker. I'm a coal miner in the Hunter Valley. Mm-hmm. Live in Curry Curry, home of Mullet Fest, and the place so crap they named it twice. Um, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I'm, I like to have a cheeky dad joke or a cracker pun, but I'm a, I genuinely just like to make people smile if I can. Uh-huh. 
Love my travel, love my footy. I've, you know, I played soccer and footy growing up. Like me some live music. I actually met you boys at an unearthed gig in 2014. Oh. I think it was at the, at the Oxford. Meg Mack was headlining oh. with Delfresh. Oh, what a gig, I, yeah. yeah. Met you boys at the back and the doctor was there. And Ian Kenny rocks up and Lindsay pushed me out of the way to go and talk to him. <laughs> For a little guy, he's pretty strong. <laughs> All there right, you go. All right, so, so that's a little bit about Mitch. Now it's time to, uh, for a little bit of a grilling mix because we want to get into uh, get to really know you, okay? So then uh, anyone who would like to uh, get to know you even more and whose sort of own personal values match up with yours, they could find that's uh, some long-term love in the in the works. Now, do you, uh, you've said you're looking for a female. Are there any age restrictions around this at all? I'm 30, so somewhat age-appropriate around yep. that, plus or minus five years, I guess. All right, excellent. So they're about yep. All right, well... Here we go. First question for you, Mitch. What are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Um, happy to like. Don't get me wrong. I thought every day was Valentine's Day, but oh, Mitch, you put your hat in the ring, nice and loud, there, mate. Well done. Okay, okay, fair enough. No, say no more. Let's talk about. Uh, when was the last time you cried? Mitch? Vulnerability, very big in a relationship. So yes. Let's go with this. Well, well, physically, I tried the world's so-called, in, in brackets, world's hottest pie at the don't, bakery on the Central wait, Coast. don't tell me. Don't tell it. me it was the Flaming Ron. Oh, well, I don't know what it was called. but Was way, it in Woi Woi? It was Erina, Pie in the Sky in Erina. I, I tell you what, I've had a hot pie on the Sunny <laughs> Coast. And I, it, what the oh, Flaming Ron? <laughs> tell you what, you must have a few curly hairs on your chest because that's what it did to me after... Having a single bite of the flaming oh, Ron. It just about burned through the porcelain when I was done with it. <laughs> All right. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. Right. Uh, what about emotionally? Is it, is it, what, can you remember the last time uh, emotionally something hit you and uh, really oh, connected with you there, Mitch? I just watched Afterlife by Ricky Gervais mm. um, on Netflix, and that got me right in the feels. Yep. Oh. Um, quite a well-put-together show. Laughed. Cried. That's great that you can uh, express your emotions in, uh, you know, something like that. That's that's beautiful, Mitch. Okay. Right, next one, Mitch. Finish this sentence. My perfect date would be. Well, the perfect date would be depending on who you're dating and how long you've been together and what your likes are at the time. Start off with a nice dinner. Um, what the cuisine would be would be whatever you're both into. Probably go grab a pie and from like Erina, wouldn't she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the that would be the world's quickest date. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I guess like a nice walk. I'll, I'll leave a bit of room for spontaneity after the mm-hmm. meal. So nice walk. We go to something fun like 10 pin. But I'm someone who rips dad jokes out of the sky always. So if I can get a few cheesy laughs and make her smile, then that's what I'm all about. All right. Very Ooh, nice. Um, it, sounds, it sounds great. Okay. okay Matt O'Kine's final question before we hit a bit of a quick fire uh, personal values rounds. Mitch, what's your worst habit? Um, well, my worst habit is, Dad jokes. Okay, um, so, I just, so it's your best quality it's a and your worst sword, quality. Isn't it? Okay. <laughs> you just don't know when to stop. Is that it? Oh, it can do, but sometimes I try to be too funny and it's just like, oh, bro, give it up. Like, <laughs> I'm recently coming to terms with the fact that I'm bald. So at the moment, I'm going through the motions of being a five foot something toe ball, human toe ball, and it's, it's tough. Goodness me. Mate. So, All right, but you, also gotta, you also got to choose the best time to do it. Like if someone comes home and says, oh, my God, I just lost my job, you don't want to say, well, where's the last place you put it? Uh, or something <laughs> like that. It's you got to really pick your moments <laughs> and read the room. Okay, well, that's good to know there, Mitch. If we go to quick fire stuff, feel free to answer in one word for these final ones, okay? Uh, tomato sauce, fridge or cupboard? Uh 
cupboard. Yeah, okay, interesting. Um, before COVID, were you a front or back seat in the Uber? Always front. Front seat. All right, likes a bit of a chat. Yep. Uh, do you return the shopping trolley or leave it right next to where your car was parked? I want my dollar back. I'm returning it. <laughs> oh, of course. Good, good. Okay. Yeah, right, okay. Um, People do you... stealing a few trolleys in Curry Curry, I believe. That's what that means. <laughs> Every second person's got one in their driveway here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay, Taylor Swift or Kanye West? Kanye, Kanye, yeah, yeah. All right, and finally, your spirit animal, what would it be? Oh, it'd be a wombat. All right. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. A uh, good Aussie marsupial. Thank you very much for that, Mitch. Uh, hopefully, we can make some love uh, off the back of that. If if you like the sound of Mitch, if you potentially, how are you for long distance, Mitch? We've we've got listeners all around the world at the moment. So, um, what are you thinking? Well, I love traveling and happy to do long distance. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So. Well. Okay. Well, and if you're in Victoria, even then, uh, <laughs> then get in touch with Mitch. You might have to meet in uh, Korowa <laughs> and uh, touch your hands across the Murray potentially. Um, um, all right. Thanks so much, Mitch. Thank you, boys. I appreciate right, you. We'll keep you posted. Um, and if you would like to get in touch uh, with us or get in touch with Mitch, uh, Matt and. Alex, that's the place to go. Great work, Matt. We did it. Matt and Alex, love makers. Love makers. Matt, you play a bit of guitar. Yeah, strum a little bit. Um, it's always out of key, though. I haven't played mine for a little while. Although, actually, you know what? I just, I just hooked up the electric. In oh. a little home office thing. Got your little lamp there? Yeah, I don't have a pick, though. It always scratches my fingernails. It hurts. That's no good. Well, no. I bought an electric guitar with no amp and taught myself to play a couple of chords, right? Mm. Um, and I was having a strum of the three I know yesterday, and I found a nice little loop, which I was like, oh, yeah, this is gritty. This is country. This is Neil Young, you know. This is Nick Cave. And I just started like, what can I sing about? I just sang about my day. And it sort of turned out quite well in that, um, you know, literal narrative ballads are not so much a thing anymore. And I thought I really want to bring them back um, by singing about tales of woe. So I've got a new segment idea right here called Murder Ballads. All right. Ooh, that's, um, that sounds gritty. It is a little bit gritty. It's a little bit avant-garde. Sounds like a Netflix show. It <laughs> could be. Well, any any execs listening, please get in touch. But uh, all I needed was a tale of woe. And I give us the first segment. We had to look pretty close to home and uh, could think of nowhere else to look other than our producer, Sam Cav. Because if you need a tale of woe, there's only one place you go, and that's to Sam Cav. Hello, Sam. <laughs> G'day, guys. How are you? Well, we're good, Sam. And at the beginning of uh, this podcast, uh, we we asked our listeners to message us through the way of uh, Chris Hemsworth's Instagram page. That's right, we did too. Uh, there was a photo of Chris Hemsworth holding a koala. Now, we added about a 1,000 comments underneath that particular <laughs> picture, and a lot of people were saying, hey, when are you going to get Chris on the show? When are you going to get Chris on the show? And um, Chris was a little bit difficult to get in touch with. Uh, Chris didn't necessarily want to come on the show. And now a little little story unfolds behind the scenes that maybe we've figured out. We're finding mm. out why mm. Chris Hemsworth doesn't want to be a friend of the show. Can you please explain why Chris to our wasn't listeners? returning our calls? Yeah, can you explain <laughs> sure. what you brought the 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 hex that you brought upon our show? Please, producer Sam Cav. Okay, yeah, I did have a little bit of a run-in. Um, 
okay. We were, um, my, myself and my family were living in Byron Bay uh, for a little bit and um, my partner was very keen to see if we could become friends with the Hemsworths who were also living in Byron Bay at, at the time. Oh, it's, it's always good to try to become friends with yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always a good start, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. So um, I didn't think a lot of it, but I, I had my, my four-year-old at the – there's a, a frozen um, yogurt shop. And my and I and I was sort of not paying a lot of attention, but my four year old had made friends with this other kid in the shop, and they were sort of, I don't know, they were mucking around together, and and I thought, oh cool, he's made a little friend, um, and then I sort of look over and realise, oh that kid's mum, is Chris Hemsworth's wife, whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, what's her name? Um, well, Elsa. Elsa. Oh, there we go. Elsa. Yes. So the, so anyway, I thought to myself. This is my moment. I could, you know, oh, our kids are getting along. One, they have a play date. You know, one thing could lead to the, to another, and suddenly we're having Christmas together or something. Using your kids as a little worm into the Hemsworth household, just bait up that hook and <laughs> throw them out. <laughs> exactly. Well, they seem to be getting along really well. So yeah. I, I, they were at one side of the shop, and I was at the other. So all that's going through my head as I, I cross the shop to approach um, this kid's mum, Elsa, to say hi and introduce myself. My son, something happens, and he just whacks the other kid's ice cream out of his hand no! onto the floor. Whacking and your dreams out yeah. into the concrete. <laughs> Whacking some pretty schmick Chrissy Prezzies uh, right just, out of his hand. Yeah, just just <laughs> whacking those summer oh. afternoon hangs by the Hemsworth <laughs> pools just straight out of a waffle and onto the... Onto the bitumen, mate. What a what a disaster! It was all over. The kids started crying. I I made some <laughs> oh, some no. fast apologies and backed out of there as quickly as I could. <laughs> oh, you leave? No. Were they were they angry? With, no, with she the... was very lovely about it, but I certainly didn't suggest a play date after that. <laughs> did she did she pull did she pull uh, her child away from you? Say let's 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 leave this man alone, and then go like, did she call you the man? <laughs> Let's leave that man alone. Yeah, yeah, no, I just said, look, I'm so sorry. And her kid was was a bit upset. And then yeah, that, I just said, and I just tried to get out of the shop as quickly as possible. Goodness me. Well, a tale of woe, it, it certainly is. is. And I think it would make perfect fodder now. The three chords, I haven't made up the, the words yet. Sure. you know, Because I think the, the best thing with murder ballads is you just sing them from the heart as things go. Got it. Um, so sh- I think we should get into the... Um, awesome. The uh, tale of woe. Ooh. And the frozen yogurt shops of Byron Bay. Sam Cav and the Hemsworths. All right, let's see what we can do. There I was in Byron Bay, where I like my yogurt frozen. It was a sunny day. And my little bros came. <laughs> my little bro was chosen. Was chosen. <laughs> then I went to pay the vendor for my creamy delight. I turn around and wouldn't you know? 
my kids got into a fight. <laughs> the yogurt had plopped on the ground. Mango sorbet on bitumen. The, the tears came down. The kid was upset. The mother came back and said, what happened then? God. I asked, said, my son, what you do that for? And apologized very quickly. Then I realized the lady was the wife of Thor. <laughs> and I felt very sickly because my kid had Pissed off the Hemsworths Yeah, he Pissed off the Hemsworths Our friendship was forever cursed Cause my son had Pissed off the Hemsworths Thank you for listening to Matt and Alex today yes. This has been All Day Breakfast Sam Cav, your tale of woe if you've got a similar tale of woe, get in touch with the program. Thank I'll see if I can Hemsworth. turn it into a murder ballad. Thank you to the Hemsworth family as well for putting up with us <laughs> in all of our forms. Honestly, I'm so sorry. I mean, <laughs> what pests. Oh, my Lord. We are. We are absolute vermin. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we're that. We, 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 might as, we probably got bubonic plague in our bloody... In our whiskers right now. The stench of desperation for us to be acknowledged by them is absolutely pungent in the nostrils. So maybe one day. But anyway, really appreciate it. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much to Richard from Corowa for uh, telling us about the border. Hope you're well. Stay safe. And we will catch you next time on All Day Breakfast. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.